Tonight on Thursday Night Football After Buzz TV, a battle for not just the one seed in the AFC West, but the one seed in the AFC Chiefs Raiders. We break it down. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Anything that has blonde Cisco in it, like, uh-huh. it's got to be a win. We're just going to ignore the fact that this movie was terrible for that movie. Right? <laughs> right. Well, it's in reference to the Wild West, as in the AFC West, because it got a whole lot crazier. And we're going to break it down to you live on AfterBuzzTV.com, the AfterBuzz TV YouTube page. You are liking, subscribing on iTunes and SoundCloud, telling your friends, even your enemies, about the wonderful world of AfterBuzz TV. What is up, everybody? I'm Josh Terra. Full gang is here tonight. Woo-hoo! That's yeah, right. It's yeah. a party. It is a party here. And a Wawa West party. Mm-hmm. We're out in the West. Yeah, we finally we, had a big West. Thursday night game. We had a so meaningful game yeah. that wasn't a blowout. Right. right. So it was nice. Uh, over here, I got Miss JJ Jergens. Hi, guys. How are you? You can follow me at JJ Jergens on Twitter and JJ.Jergens on Instagram. Over on the other side, Miss Jill Monroe. Hey, you can find me at Stiletto Jill everywhere. And Michael Rippey. Dude, I love your intro. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I just want to do this the whole show. You can get me on social media at Mike Rips. Josh left no. out that I am fantasy king Ooh. for the week. Yes, Wouldn't you king. be queen, though? Yeah, no, queen. I want to be king. You're just like king. you guys get to be king, right. I get to be king, too. There's a Burger King right on the corner from my house, and I was so, if I had a little more time, I, I should have like, oh, I get her a crown, yeah. So, yeah, so, imaginary. So, so, so oh, now, sorry, sorry, sorry. now that I finally got <laughs> JJ and Jill to actually participate in DraftKings. Big mistake. Jill has, <laughs> won, mistake. Jill has won the last two weeks. One, two. Because mm-hmm. she, 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 completely, she completely hustled me and Mike. Yeah. There is no <laughs> doubt. She's been doing this for years. She's, she's got her bookies. She absolutely not. This is your <laughs> fault. You guys convinced me to do it, and I was so ashamed that I came in dead last that first time by like so many points behind. I had to step my game up. You, you did. You did. You did your homework. <laughs> Try to. Well, you know, clearly you have. <laughs> I tried to approach some strategy with you know my picks, and they seem to have worked out. So, and you know, <laughs> well, no, another. Group of individuals that have done their homework and stepped up the game has been the Kansas City Chiefs, who are now yes. won eight of their last nine games, snap the Oakland Raiders' win streak, win tonight 21 13, and take sole possession based on the tiebreaker of the AFC West, as well as at the moment, they are the one seed in all of the AFC mm-hmm. Conference. Who would have thought at this point we would have said the Kansas City, like Kansas City Chiefs? Be the one seed. Well, maybe not the one seed. Well, but this guy. I mean, the uh, Kansas yeah, City Chiefs look good, I've but been, the one seed. I, I've been I've been pushing Kansas City to be the team to come out of the AFC West, so I'm not that surprised. But they they look really good, and and one of the things that's been very surprising is the emergence of their rookie wide receiver Tyreek Hill. Yes, yeah. he's now Amazing. had the most touchdowns of all rookies in the NFL, and he's explosive. I mean, he's. He's taking them to another level. He is mm-hmm. the definition of playmaker. And fast. Yeah, so he's fast. so quick and can hurt you, obviously, with the, with the kick and punt returns. He's a very competent wide receiver. You could do the reverse and just have him run the ball. He's a playmaker. He, he, he is very versatile. And really, on what over these last few years has been a very conservative, very traditional Kansas City Chiefs offense, 
that you know kind of slow plays work the clock. Alex, Alex Smith just small plays. All of a sudden, Tonight. you have this lightning bolt. Tonight they scored all twenty one of their points in like an eight and a half minute span yeah. in the second quarter. Well, yeah, all four touchdowns. There were four mm-hmm. touchdowns tonight, all in the second quarter. That was when the action was. I hope you yeah. didn't, you know, go to the bathroom. Missed that. Thought you were going to catch <laughs> yeah. up. In the yeah, but so a guy like this, with their strong defense and the steady quarterback, this has kind of been like their missing piece. If Tyreek Hill can continue this momentum, because he didn't, he didn't start the season this hot. No, but you're picking him up at the right time. The Chiefs are a legit threat for the Super Bowl. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And let's give mm-hmm. a shout out to Andy Dalton because I re- not Andy. Andy Dalton. Alex Smith. Alex Smith or Andy Reid. I mean, so here's the combination that was going on. Andy Reid because I really feel like his coaching has made the difference quietly. Yeah. I think the Eagles got rid of him. You know personnel reasons. I, I mean, I understand why that change happened, but he's really come on for the Chiefs and been strong. If you look back to last season, you could sort of see foreshadowing of this happening and quietly they've gotten it done. Alex Smith, who I hated when he was with the 49ers, solid but boring, um, has done his thing with the Chiefs. You can't take anything away from them. He's handled the offense, kept it very steady. and um, The, the Kansas know. City Chiefs are the San Antonio Spurs of the NFL? NFL. They that's are. Right. Yeah. They are minus the championships. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as far as their gameplay, heading into these last month with Tyreek Hill, they are boring. Yes. But they are fundamental well, and get things well, done. They, they do. were boring until Tyreek Hill. Right. That's what I'm saying. Until right. about a month ago. Now, now they're they're explosive offensively with Tyreek Hill and even Spencer Ware in the backfield, but also defensively. In the last week. They won against Atlanta on a pick two from the defense that returned the two-point conversion to give them the victory. So they're explosive defensively and offensively. And even with special teams, that's a good team. And you're right about Mm -hmm. Andy Reid. I bet Philadelphia would want him back now. Right. I've been saying this stat, which it keeps growing. I think that they're 19-3 and three in their last uh, 22 games now, the Kansas City Chiefs under Andy Reid. And I, I think tonight a, they mentioned they're 20-3 and three now. 20 and three. Something along those lines. It keeps growing, yeah. and they're phenomenal. They, it was 20-3. Season sweep over Oakland. They're extremely well coached. Andy Reid's a great coach. He doesn't get enough credit for how good a coach he is. I mean, he, everybody likes to hate on Alex Smith, but Alex Smith's a really good quarterback, and he looks like, especially tonight, he made some really nice throws. They had a stat on him tonight that I wrote down. They said he has 70% completion, 700 yards, no interceptions in the last 10 quarters played. Everybody thinks of him as just a conservative guy that doesn't do anything, but he doesn't make too many mistakes. He manages the game well, Mm -hmm. and tonight he made some really good throws. And and that's the big factor as far as him managing the game. He did have an interception tonight, but it, it broke that long streak that you were talking about, JJ. So, I mean, if you're looking, you know, fan, you don't want him for fantasy. You know, 264 yards, one touchdown, one interception. It's a good game, but the fact of the matter is he kept the offense driving on the yeah. field, kept the the time of possession in Kansas City's favor, and just really executed a, a really good game, and you cannot say the same about Derek Carr. Yeah, no, and I in think, cold weather no. conditions too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do we think that weather was a factor for them? I, I mean, do. how many games? I, I, mean, I do. Too. It was yeah. really, really you cold. Got the, you got the West Coast Actually, California team, right? Used to the West Coast mm-hmm. California on a short week. Short week playing against their arrival that's already beat them this season in their home, which is notoriously Arrowhead Stadium, one of the loudest places mm-hmm. and most difficult places to play. Up for that game, so you got the West Coast California team struggling, and, and you got a hurt finger in your quarterback in the point. cold. Like. Exactly, but I mean, with the hurt finger, 
Because, yes, it is an injury. It is the freezing cold. He's come back and won two games with that hurt finger. I think think some of that is the competition, though. Buffalo, last week, not the same as Kansas City. Well, of course. And I think that's what it came down to. They met competition that could with that could overpower them but, in that in, in a bad game from Oakland. Derek Carr is now one in five against the Chiefs. Great stat, exactly. He's and he <laughs> won his first matchup versus them. He's lost lost the last five. Wow. And he was probably the worst he's been all season tonight. Probably a combination of the weather, the thumb, everything. But uh Do you oh, think this mm-hmm. performance tonight knocks him out of the MVP race? I, I never thought that he was the leader in that race, but I think it doesn't knock him out fully because if you're allowed to have a bad game, especially in this type of game, it's a tough one to have a good win in. So I don't say knock him out. Mm-hmm. I don't think he. I didn't think he was going to win coming into this game. It certainly didn't help him tonight. Yeah, it's, well, it's one of those things where the main conversation as far as MVP up to this point in the season, we're looking at Brady, Matt Carr, Stafford. Stafford, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I say Brady? You said yeah, Brady. I did. <laughs> I, oh, and Derek Carr. Yeah. Um, oh, and Matt. Did I say Matt Ryan too? I don't think. No. Okay. No. It was okay. kind of like those six. Well, there was an informal poll. I forget what where I read it, but there was like they did fifty people, and I think they came up with like twelve different people. So there's a lot of options. We still got plenty of time this season, so he definitely is not out of it. But talk about someone that didn't help him on his own team tonight. What about Amari uh, Cooper? Where was there he? Was, yeah. There was a pass. That, that big play. Is, yeah. It, he, what happened there? Did you guys have an idea? It, he, it he, seemed like he had a chance to catch the ball. He, 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 it almost like on one hand he lost his footing, maybe he lost it in the lights. I don't know. He just kind of like did a weird stutter step and magically came behind the ball where he could have yeah. skipped his way into the end zone. And I that, thought it was something odd with his footing and just yeah. getting slightly off balance. That was a, like, a wild play because that, that could be the difference between them winning oh, the game. Yeah. Yeah. He scores that touchdown there mm-hmm. and a and a two point conversion they're tied. I mean that was a guaranteed touchdown. Maybe Derek Carr's day looks better. But also Kansas City turned the ball over three times. Still won. I think it was this they had a stat Kansas City had won maybe once in like fifty times when they had turned the ball over three more times than their opponent. Mm-hmm. I bet fantasy stats guru knows that knows that. But uh, <laughs> but so to win that game with the the three turnovers for Kansas City is a good sign for them. However, on the flip side, their defense they did lose their linebacker Derek Johnson, their leading tackler. Yes, he's out, and mm-hmm. he tore his Achilles, Rupture so he's done. Achilles, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he ain't come back no, for a while. He's done, and and that's a big loss for Kansas City. Which that'll be interesting to see how that plays out for Kansas City. And that was such a freak. So, so they, a non-contact. Yeah, so sad to see this guy works out. All think about sad. how much, how much. And isn't this the second time that he's been he yeah, 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 yeah. But think about it. This guy has worked so hard over you know two years to come back from this, and he's playing well. He puts in all this time throughout the season, and then just for not even a non-contact injury, just to go down. And, and it wasn't even a big like. Ter- it was barely looked like anything. Yeah, just poor guy just sad. knew, just threw his helmet down. And, I mean, sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where, obviously, especially heading to this time of the season, injuries are going to be crucial on your playoff on your playoff mm-hmm. runs. Also, some that would be crucial are are the coaches' deci- decisions in crunch times. And I want to ask you guys this: We talked about Andy Reid a little earlier. Coach J- uh, Del Rio for the Raiders, who has taken a lot of gambles this season, most of which have paid off, and a lot of people have praised him for those risky moves. About three minutes left in the game, Oakland is driving. They're around maybe like the 15-yard line. They have a third and one. Their running game has been producing most of the night. Derek Carr has been struggling with the pass. They throw on third and one into the end zone. Miss it, and now 
Then they go to fourth and one, get a false start, back up to fourth and six. Now you have to throw it incomplete then, and that eventually costs them the game. Why would Coach Del Rio make the decision on that third and one to pass instead of just try to run it, get the first, and now you got four downs to get to the end zone? I don't have the answer to that one. Yeah. You're supposed to have all the answers, Mike. I don't. I don't I, it's a good question. Just that bad, is. Yeah. Just, he, he's a gambler. He's. It's easy to after this to look back and say he could have done this and that, but I mean it's worked for a lot of, for most of the season. It just didn't work tonight, really. That's what it comes down to. Just the whole game plan. It, it looked like. I mean, where was Michael mm-hmm. Cra- Crabtree? Was he in the game? Because well, he had two catches. Well, this guy's been one of their... The receivers, the receivers right, yeah. aren't going to do much of anything when Derek Carr has 117 yards. Well, also, but I mean, you got uh, Amari Cooper catches that pass that's 70 yards. Before you know it, he's got somewhat of a game. I mean, yes, it was a terrible game for him, but he's got to get some help from the receivers. Too. And, and Crabtree did have four catches, but they were only for 21 yards. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. Um, well, Amari Cooper led them with it with five receptions for 29 yards. It was all just little passes because Carr cannot throw the ball deep tonight because of his pinky. What did you guys think about the uniforms? Because <laughs> I was thinking, love uh, yeah, I, 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 really I, really love love them. I was expecting yeah. the Raiders to like be in all black. All black yeah. yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I wasn't mad at the white. I liked it. You thought they were fire. Yeah, they were fire. I saw my flaming. Which one did you prefer, the Chiefs or the Raiders? The all red or the all white? It was like the Candy Cane game. <laughs> the candy cane. I, I, I prefer the all white, but all white. I actually liked both of them. I thought yeah. it was g- both great. They looked uniforms. really good on field. You know, you don't, you haven't always gotten that. Yeah, yeah. Some of these it's a good combination uh-huh. for uh, the football game. Yeah. Like a green field and nice red and white. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it was good colors. Speaking of combination, I love. I find a lot of segues tonight in what you guys are saying, which makes me happy. Smooth. I know it's being smooth, and especially that I'm calling it out makes it even say, smoother. This is so smooth right now. Right. So so smooth. Speaking of Tell smooth, the segue, yeah. yeah. A combination of Alex Smith and uh, Todd Kelsey. They Tra- have been Travis Kelsey. Tra- sorry, yeah. Travis Kelsey. I I, I I roughed up that segue from <laughs> mistaking his name. Travis Kelsey. Excuse me. Alex Smith and Travis Kelsey. Four straight games with 100-plus mm-hmm. reception yards for a tight end. Kelsey did, is on fire right now. Did you guys watch his post-game interview? I did no. not see it. Tell us. Well, well, it was just, I, I loved him. Like it was, it was, they were talking all about that and how great he's been doing. And he just loved his attitude. And he was, you know, out there and he's, you know, being, he still didn't, wasn't covered up or anything. And he's like, and he had a fan out there with no clothes on, shirtless, you know. And he's like, I'm, I just love this. The fans are still out here. I'll sit out here all night for, you know, he's like, this is what we do. Travis it for. Kelsey? Yes. He was yeah. pumped up. He you was, could see yeah, him at the great. end of the game when they had, they got that first down to clinch. He, you could see him in the huddle just chanting to the guys, like punching he's his linemen. Yeah, stoked, stoked about it. I like that. I like that fire. I like that excitement. It, that that rubs off on your teammates. That's oh, what I yeah. like to see too. And he, they were asking him about, you know, it was a Super Bowl possibility, oh. and like he's like, it's been one for us all along. We've been talking about it. So uh, you could tell that he's like focused and in it to win it and ready. It made me on a totally side like girl note. I didn't. I've never watched his dating I was show. Say, maybe you want to watch the show? Right? I want to go check out his dating show. <laughs> I mean, I am a Bachelor fan. You know, so I was like, I'm and he does I was like, frequently oh. hit nice little dances on the field. I mean, what just happened Tom to the show? What just happened to the show? We get into girl things, you know. Um, occasionally it's for you ladies out there right oh come on some of you guys love the bachelor bachelorette too it's not just a girl thing look JJ and I are gonna hold it down for the ladies and you know you guys do hold it down for the ladies some of those things you definitely hold it down for the ladies it had to be said he's a very charismatic man and yeah bonus (laughs) 
Okay. Anyway, <laughs> smooth segment for that. What do you got? Right. <laughs> I, I got another for that one. Nice. I got another for that one. That's but when we need that Casper mattress read. Just kidding. <laughs> oh. Get some live reads. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Also, wow. fa- Fantasy Stats Guru tells us in the chat that Kelsey also made fun of the kicker. When yes, he hit, did. When he the pun return back. touchdown. By the way, can we yeah. talk about Marquette King? He's the kicker or the punter for the... He's my favorite punter in the history of punters. Come on, Segway, man. That was my segue right there. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say favorite. that. You can go in detail. Go He's in detail. He's my favorite punter. I, I covered the Raiders last year, and I just remember watching him in the practice field. First of all, he doesn't look like a punter. No. Nope. He looks like he could be the safety. Yeah. He, he does celebrations after every kick. He's an awesome punter, too. Uh, he's incredible, and he—he he, I mean, he literally is taunting the other players, and then they taunt him back. Like, who taunts the yeah. punter? Only I love it. It's amazing. If you guys want to see that, you can actually head to my Twitter timeline. I retweeted it. Yes. You can see Travis as well as Marquette's original version of the move. <laughs> so yeah, but, but yeah, it's the fact that a punter is getting in the other team's head that they have I to like do it. that. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And and there was a couple big moments he was involved in tonight. Let's start with the first one where. He had a punt. Oh, not so great punt, but there was the the penalty that they had to re-kick, and he he actually had a better punt, yep. and then it was returned for a touchdown by Tyreek Hill. Right. That was mm-hmm. on the re-punt, which was an interesting you know, play, and then also on their fake uh, field goal where he's the holder, and he... Uh, did you think that... It, was, that was it a, wasn't a fake. Right. You think yeah. he muffed the hold? Yeah. Do, so do you, I, I'm curious to know what you guys... Do you blame him for not being able to catch the kind of not great snap, or was it the center's fault? It was center's fault. Center's fault? And it's funny, I had to rewatch that too because I thought they pulled a fake too. And I was yeah. like, wait, it no, it was. And I went back. Don't knock over my water. I'm all excited. Slash yeah. vodka. I mean, <laughs> um, no, it was it was a high snap mm-hmm. by, the, by the long snapper. But did you think that it, he should have been able to at least handle the high snap, get it down, or did you think that, you know, that was on the center? That's because it seemed like it was close. Maybe he could have got it down, but maybe he, he ran also. He, I think it's also because he is young. He's so it might, it might it might have been a, a panic moment and that all, he could have got it down in time for Janikowski to kick. And also, he but. is a type of guy that likes a little bit of attention in the sense that he oh, sure. has done fakes this year. So maybe he's a little bit overconfident because he's like, "Oh, I got the ball in my hands. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go." I'm I thought it. it was a fake. I didn't, you know. I mean, fourth about fourth but. and goal from about the twenty. So then you're backed up another ten yards for the kick. That that better not be a fake. <laughs> mm. I mean, I didn't say I thought it was a smart fake. I, just <laughs> I actually was thinking it was going to be a fake before the play. I was, I was watching with a couple of my mm-hmm. friends, and I was saying this would be a fake area just because that's how Oakland is. They're, they're, they do things out, out of the box. And I mean, Jock, remember at the start of the season, Jack Del Rio went for two to win the game at right. the end? That's what oh, I was talking right, about right, earlier. Right, right. Like the, the unique gambles, how the, most he, pay off. Yeah, I just didn't understand that third and one tonight. It didn't pay off tonight, but... Uh, Anyways, Marquette King, my favorite punter. Your favorite punter. Yeah. He's great. The world's favorite punter. We need need more punters like Marquette King. You don't understand. There are people who have probably bought Marquette King jerseys. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Name a nut. I would buy a Marquette King jersey if I was a Raiders fan. Okay. I'm not a Raiders fan, but. No, you got a Rams hat on. I'm He's about not a to. Rams I'm about fan. to. This is about to be an end. I'm wearing this hat the rest of the season. If Jeff Fisher's not fired, out. Well, we know he's not going to be fired. He That's just got the yeah. extension. And That's we, not I, true. And as I pointed out, Jeff Fisher's agent is well, Kevin Demoff's dad. True. That's so, true. You know. That's, that's true. There's a little unique situation. Okay. If he well. finishes, if the Rams, <laughs> if Jeff Fisher finishes four and twelve, they get to fire him. I don't care. You got an extension. Well, we're not talking about the Rams right now. I, know, I was just I pointing know. out your hat. That it's a nice has hat. No, it's a nice hat. <laughs> sure. It's good colors. Sure. Tell me if you like. Better, better than the Dolphins colors. Hey. Anyway. Well, let's look at the at the at the <laughs> AFC playoff picture. Um so now from this game, 
Oakland went from the one seed to the five seed. It's crazy. Because the NFL playoff picture is insane. So Kansas City now, as of today, is the one seed. Now, depending on what happens in the New England-Baltimore game, they might mm-hmm. drop to the two seed. But now all of a sudden... By the way, you can catch the after show of that on Monday night right here. There you go. 8 p.m. That's a segue. Mike will talk about my Patriots destroying the Ravens that night. Whoop. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) So now, what... How does this affect the Raiders' confidence? Because in one week, you go from being... Well, for several weeks, you were the hottest team in football. Everyone was praising you like crazy. And from one loss, you go from the top seed, bye week, home field advantage, to now we might have to immediately go to a place like Indy, to or Tennessee, who's been hot, to somehow like you know get the playoff get race going. Mm-hmm. That's gotta hurt your team's confidence. I mean, obviously, it's gonna. They're a young team, so I think that it's going to impact them slightly, but. Lack of confidence hasn't seemed to be an issue for them all season long, even in moments when their play hasn't exactly been on par, you know, when it's been kind of shaky. Think about how many come um, come from behind wins Derek Carr has had this season in the fourth quarter. With Five. So mm-hmm. there you go. So I, I don't think that you it prepare. will shake their huh? You prepare. I prepare? Yeah, you were so Absolutely. ready with the five. Louis. Well, because she said that and, and they showed the stat for me tonight in the game. So, like, I don't even have to prepare. I just got to remember that. <laughs> well, there you go. So, um, <laughs> Thanks, NBC slash NFL Network. <laughs> for me, that just shows that, um, you know, they are used to coming back and having that fighter spirit. I think that we can attribute this to, you know, it might be a cop-out, but it was a sh- Obviously, Kansas City showed that they are a superior team and that's been coming on quietly all season. But I also think the fact that it's a short week, it was so cold, um, and, you know, maybe Carr's finger was bothering him, has to be taken into consideration. So I think that it's a bad deal for them as a team, but I don't think that it will shake their confidence too much. And at the same time, let's remember, yes, they lost. They're still tied with Kansas City. There's three games to go. And if you were to look at the schedules, you might think that they have an easier schedule the rest of the way. And they have just as good a chance, even though right now they're the five seed, they can get back into that one or two seed where they have a bye. Who are their final three games? So they finish the season next week. They're at San Diego. Then they'll play uh, the following week home to uh, the Indianapolis Colts. And they'll finish at Denver. So you you look at that, and they could they could win all those well, games. What, do you, can you look up Kansas City's last three of as well? Of course. And then flip side, Kansas City's going to play home to the Tennessee Titans. Okay. Then they're going to play home to the Broncos, and then they're going to go to San Diego. So, I mean, they have two they're common about, opponents. They're about the same. However, right. yeah, about the same. But so you look at it, you say that they're they're not a game behind. I mean, all they need right. is one to do one game better than Kansas City. I mean, Oakland wins out. Kansas City loses one game. They're right there in the, in yeah, the top Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. the Chiefs right now control their own destiny. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But you, if you're Oakland, you can't, you know, you're still 10-3. and three. You're having a great season. Oh, this yeah. Isn't, this and is a year a ahead of schedule. Absolutely. Yes. And this is a loss that you can learn and grow from. And maybe it's maybe it helps them, propels them to even greater heights. We shall mm-hmm. see Time as tell. the final quarter of the season progresses. What type of news and gossip do we got this week? I didn't do we got any fun yeah, news? Oh, I threw Jill off apparently with that. Uh, we've been a little late this week, but um, so 
couple of strip club questions. Oh, so, I'm on it. <laughs> you know, Cam Newton was benched for like a play. Yep. Um, due to a tie missing, missing wardrobe like a malfunction. Dress, yeah, dress code, thing. Dress code uh-huh. thing. But now there are rumors that it actually might have had something to do with the fact that he took some players to a strip club while they were on the West Coast for that week. You know, they stayed on the mm-hmm. West Coast between their game um, against. Oakland before Oakland they and went Seattle. up to Seattle. Yeah, so they were on the West Coast. And Cam took some players to a strip club. So the rumor is that that might have more to do with what was going on with um, him having to sit out than really the dress code violation. But Ron Ruiz <laughs> also said that he's trying to maintain control of the team. But Cam has been dressing like that all season long. So it kind of... You know, makes what? you wonder what's really going on with that. Dressing like Russell. Who dresses better, Cam or Russell Westbrook? Russell Westbrook Russell. all day. Cam has been looking Agree. like Jiminy Cricket knockoff. <laughs> Come on. A Jiminy Cricket you know, knockoff. You know, peacocks in his hat, like just random top hats. Why? Well, well, Why? My, well don't, fashion aside, going to, going to your point, so... Why wouldn't the Are we about other to get into Christian's closet right now? No, we're not. And that's, <laughs> a, that's, Wait, a, that? that's a different person is on that, a different show. Christian? I have no idea what you're talking about, Jimbo. <laughs> it's a but, religion. Yeah, I, I don't know what that is. But no, Joe, my, my question with that is though, why didn't the other Panthers get punished if they went to the strip club? Why yeah, is it I, just Cam then? I don't if anything know. if anything, the role the minor players get punished more usually than the star. And do any of them get punished for going to strip clubs? Because the, I mean, it's kind of an you know, athlete thing. They should after be. The right? Cowboys, like, yeah, after the Cowboys <laughs> won, you know, yeah, they lose was, money, but... You know, I don't... Maybe, maybe Unless there was curfew and they broke yeah, curfew. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's the only thing. Saying. You know, I if it was like, a curfew thing... Like, if it was a curfew thing, they got a... Pulled over thing, if yeah. they got in a fight thing, that's one thing. If they're just there hanging been, having yeah. fun, then it no. seems like it they might do whatever you want at a strip club. Yeah. yeah. Grown adult. Might have been a grown ass man. <laughs> yeah. I got no problem with that. But I, you know, it's ironic that they, they only had him, they only set him out for one play because in the first play they threw an interception to Eric Anderson. So it's yeah. like this punishment was one play. It was supposed to be a series, but it's just one play. Yeah. I don't think it had factor. So yeah. Um, that's, that's about it. it. That's, about that's about it for the news. Yeah, right. and we—I mean, obviously, we know there's a ruptured Achilles. And yep. oh, one more thing: Giants Jason Paul Pierre is out for the remainder of the regular season. Jason Pierre Paul. Oh, okay. I said it backwards. It's all right. I, I said Travis Kelsey. It does Todd Kelsey earlier, so now, it's fine. These things happen. Yeah. We're late in the season. We're, we're, we're late human. at night. We're human. Late at we're night, human. yeah. So he had surgery yesterday, and he is going to be out for the remainder of the season. There's a possibility that he could make it back in the playoffs if the Giants make it. Um, but I think that's a big blow for the Giants and, um, as they try to get to the playoffs because um, he's a major factor for their line. Big matchup this Sunday night against Dallas. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. like definite must-win situation for the Giants this weekend. And with Victor Cruz being unhappy also about not being targeted and Odell bitching about refs, What's it's going to be an interesting night on Sunday for them. Shepard, big game. Ooh. I wonder who he's going to have in his DraftKings lineup. <laughs> uh, well, let, well, let's talk about some fantasy players to look out well, let's for. Let's ask Jill. Uh, we should, Jill, what you got? James. I need to take notes. I need to take notes right now, Jill. Well, let's let's go not live, okay? Let's just pause and uh, we'll you come just back. Pause. We'll, come back. we'll rejoin you guys in like 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to defer to the experts and just say You're that, the expert, you know, apparently. <laughs> 
I've had a streak of um, good planning, you know, just looking at the matchups and figuring out what works for the money and the salary things and what I thought I could get away with. Right, well, well, a, a couple, a couple. Shout out to Steve Smith, Derek Carr, and um, there was someone else amazing I had on my fantasy team. Well, a, cu- a couple, a couple thoughts that I have of of some players to look out for. Uh, for one, I would say Jeremy Hill this week. Bengals at the winless Cleveland Browns. And the Bengals' offense is falling apart at the seams. Hill is pretty much their main weapon now. Um, I, I expect him to have a solid game. Do we think the Browns are going to win a game this season? Two, two more weeks. I, I oh, I'm thinking do. it was their. Um, I think I said I think their game against Buffalo they'll win because Buffalo is that team where one week they look great, the next week they look bad. And also, also. Robert Griffin III is back now. He is back. RG3 is back. RG3 yeah. Is back. We'll see for how long. Again, and that means what? Anyway. Well, wow. If they're going to win, he's the quarterback. That's all. Yeah. I don't know, yeah, I don't know what um, is he a winning quarterback? Well, I guess we're going to find out. Okay. He hasn't, he hasn't been so far. I'm just trying right. to see if he's going to win a game for the Browns. That's all. I, don't know. Uh, I would yeah. also I would yeah. also keep an eye on Jameis Winston this week oh. against a very, very bad New Orleans secondary. And they're at Tampa, and Tampa's been hot. Tampa's been red hot. So I would look at him. I would also, as crazy as it sounds, I would say Devontae Adams for Green Bay. He had a bad week this last week, and Green Bay is playing Seattle, but Seattle's missing Earl Thomas. So someone's going to be left open, and I have a feeling it's going to be Devontae Adams. Um, Also, who was my one upset that I picked this week? I'm looking at the matches. I'm trying to remember what it was. (laughs) Oh, also... uh, um, Arizona's getting hot at the right time. Carlson Palmer's going to have a big game. Sorry, Mike, because they're playing Miami. So you're throwing any shot you can get in there. No, I'm just saying I think he's going to have a good game. Um, oh, well, yeah, so Green Bay was my upset pick this week. I think they're going to beat Seattle. You, you no no response to that. that? No. no. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Just, no. I don't. I, right. I mean, it's an upset pick. Yeah. No, the game the, is mm-hmm. in Green Bay. That game is in, in Green Bay. Seattle right now is, um, you know, they're trying like to catch up to Dallas for not, the one no, spot. They're not. Trying. They're not. I mean, that's over. Well, Dallas if, can clinch home field throughout. Dallas win. I believe it was if, with a Cowboy win, and there was one other team that had to lose, and they clinched the one seed this week. I just don't remember off the top of my head who. Uh, Detroit lost. Uh, Cowboy win and Detroit Dallas. loss gives Dallas the one seed yeah, Dallas, this Dallas, week. Dallas is Do we see Romo seed. take the field if if the lead is big enough this weekend? I mean, just to start getting some snaps in to get ready for the playoffs. I think that you kind of have to, not right? Not this weekend. Not, not, not this weekend. weekend. Not, 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 not in the big game against the, the Giants. Oh, well, not with it. a big enough lead, no? No. I, I mean, we, they're not going to have a big enough week, lead. I think that the, the week Gi- 15, 16, if they're set at the one seed, you might see some oh, Romo. I think, I think you will see Roma at some point down the stretch if they have everything locked up. But I think the Giants have a legitimate chance to win this weekend. Oh, they do. On they absolutely night. do. I think they, they I might, mean, they they, I they might actually favor them. I know that. Will that be your upset pick this week? I don't know if it's even an upset, but sure. I mean, well, I, mean I definitely. I, I think go by the records, are, it is. Uh, yeah, sure, record wise. 11 1, 8 it, 4. To me, it just wouldn't be an upset. Just like I thought tonight, I think that the Chiefs would beat the Raiders. I didn't think that was going to be considered an upset. I don't think. I know the Cowboys are a better team than the Giants, but I think that the Giants are live. Uh, I mean, they have a really good chance. It's in New York, that's a rivalry. Mm-hmm. They already beat them once. And I, I honestly. I know Dallas is the best team in the NFC. I'm not sold on them when they play other. Uh, 
top teams as that dominating. I mean, remember the Pittsburgh game they played this season? They won that at the last second. True. They just beat Minnesota at the last. Like, they could have easily lost a few games, and mm-hmm. they've snuck yeah. them out. And that's that's a sign of a good team. But I think we're seeing it's getting cold. These Dak Prescott's never played a season this long. Ezekiel Elliott hasn't. I think these things are going to start to rear their head down the stretch. And I'm not sure that, they, that Dallas is... 11 and 1 good. Yes, their record's 11 and 1 and they're very good, but I don't think they're normal. You know, you see an 11 and 1 team usually like that team is dominating. Dominic, yeah. I don't feel that with Dallas. I like them. They have dominating players and they are good, but they're not dominating. It doesn't surprise me in these games. Well, the, Keep the, in mind Zeke has never lost a road game since I love high that school. Stat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Maybe, well, that's, that's a yeah, crazy. That's that. crazy. But yeah. Mike, let me ask you this then. If you don't feel that Dallas is, you know, meets their actual record right now, who is the most dominant team in the NFC then? Because right now everyone says them. Well, I, I think they are the most dominant team. They are the top team. But Seattle is a live contender. Yeah. And I thought before, I was saying this last week on the show, that I actually thought Seattle would beat Dallas in the playoffs. But that was before the Earl Thomas injury. The Earl Thomas injury changes everything for mm-hmm. Seattle's defense. I was confident in Seattle beating Dallas in the playoffs before the Earl Thomas thing. We'll see now. Now you're feeling shaky. It's, yeah, Earl Thomas is the best player on their defense. They couldn't, he's the number one player to, that they couldn't afford to lose to Seattle, and that's going to change everything. I still think that's going to be a heck of a game if they get there. I'm starting to think that there's a chance that Dallas could lose. I mean, they could have lost to Washington on Thanksgiving. Not that they, they, they should have lost or they, they deserve to win, but those games are close enough that, you know, a thing or two happens the other way, they lose the game. In the playoffs, these things happen frequently. It's going to be cold. Dak is still a yeah. rookie. He's young. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. Prove it before. You know, there's a difference between regular season and the NFL and and the playoffs. Excuse me. And we'll have to see. I'm not sold on them as 11 and one. I think they're the best team. I would probably pick them, but it wouldn't shock me. I mean, a lot of results wouldn't shock me right now. If Whereas, you look at their record, a lot of the teams that they you know had wins. I mean, obviously it's just the schedule, but weren't teams that were really they haven't know. played the most difficult yeah. schedules right now. Also, you know, so that's we'll have to see. Maybe the maybe they're going to prove everything that I'm saying completely wrong and they're just going to walk through everyone but I personally am not, would not be that surprised if they lost in the playoffs and still even down the stretch I mean they are 11-1 but if they finish 12-4 and four here it wouldn't shock me I know oh, that wow. I could see them have multiple losses but it, hmm. at this point they've locked up pretty much that one seed I feel com- confident saying they're going to win the one seed but yeah, it's going to be interesting the playoffs it would be great for them to make the Super Bowl they're an exciting team they have great players yeah. at Dallas America's team not my team but Great team to see in the in the, in the I mean, Super Bowl. As, as far as what the owners want, as far as the marketing and everything, be, they would love Dallas to get back to anybody, and you're like, that's a great market. That's a huge Super yeah. Bowl. So, yeah, I mean, whether it's Dallas, Oakland, Dallas, New England, those stuff. Pitts- I mean, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. like those huge Pins- markets. I mean, yeah, yeah, good. yeah. It'd be it'd be big. So with that, we'll also do our prediction for next Thursday's game. Again, we don't know. Obviously, there could be injuries, like we had. Um, Earl, tonight. Earl, well, injury well, tonight, and then yeah. I mean, like Earl. Earl Is it Thomas. weird because? Uh, oh, well, yeah. So it was Earl Thomas for Seattle. Now right. Kansas City right. lost uh, Derek Johnson. Johnson. Derek Johnson. I keep yeah. want to say Derek Thomas, former Kansas City. Former, former yeah. Chief. Uh, so, so next Thursday night we're going to be breaking down the Seattle Seahawks, which we were just talking about. As they play the Los Angeles yeah, Rams. Why did I wear that hat? Because I was waiting for this moment to help you with the segue. <laughs> All right, so, the segue. So, so, so tell me how much the Rams are going to lose by then. I thought it's in Seattle, right? It's in uh, Seattle. It's, I'll it's, give you my prediction. That the Rams was, have won three straight over Seattle, which that, is crazy. They always seem to give Seattle <laughs> a do. tough game, and, and it, 
I it don't will understand be closer how. Closer than you think. Some teams just have teams' numbers. You've never it's, seen just like a well, bad. Well, I mean, the Chiefs mm-hmm. had the Raiders' numbers. True. So. The Rams. The one thing they do have is a solid defense. I mean, they had. Yes. They used yeah. to. Ha- they used to have a good running back. He's no longer good because of that offense. Yeah, you guys remember Todd Gurley? Vaguely. Formally. I've heard of him. There was an artist formerly known as him. He's a running back. He's been so disappointing this season. Yeah. You know. But uh, I would say I think Seattle wins by by double digits next week. Yeah, I think, like we're saying, the Rams always tend to play them well. But Seattle knows what's at stake here. They're at home. The Rams are falling apart. I don't think Jeff Fisher, even though they had all the talk of that contract extension, I don't think he'll be there next season. Oh, look at that. I'm saying Seattle mm. wins this game 30-13. to 13. Wow. Strong. Mm. Yeah, I don't put numbers to it, but I'm going to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might as well. You win at everything else. <laughs> you know, I'm just. I'm going to say the Rams lose by nine. So that's a touchdown. Just yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, nine I, nothing. I, I, <laughs> not, not, that could happen. They, that could happen. Well, their game earlier in the season wasn't it six to three or something like yeah. that? Wasn't that their game? So you know, nine a touchdown three. and a punt. Nine three. Nine three. I think they're losing by fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Also, I think that at this point, though, I think Jeff Fisher's lost the Rams as a. Oh, he's completely lost control. Yeah. He doesn't have control of the locker room. He's saying the dumbest things in the press. He's completely lost at this point. Do you think that's the LA effect? No, it's the Jeff Fisher effect. I, but, I mean, but he's been with he the right. But he's been with the team for a while. I feel like, Way and there's not long. such a high turnover as far as their personnel that it, I don't see what you know. Aside from they're just not very good, I don't see what would be so different this season but, that they just totally mm-hmm. like start tuning him out or lose him like that. Because I don't, well, it, it doesn't feel like they were why. like you should play golf like that. That was the turning point or anything like that. But Mike has the answer. Let's now, go. Now I'm gonna tell you because they used to be in St. Louis, so they didn't really have a point to turn him out, like tune him out and do anything. Now they're in LA. It's like tune out the coach. The season's over. I'm in LA. Like I'm yeah, gonna live my yeah, life in Los actually, Angeles. Actually, that's a big thing to mention, and, and we'll and we'll get in more into it at the, next week at the game um, after the game. But their TV viewership is about half as much as what it was last year when they were in St. Louis. You're in LA, this major market. You have no flashy thing. No, LA's all about flash, you all about what have you done for me. Yeah. They're the most unexciting mm-hmm. team in, in the NFL. Right. And they have mm-hmm. no star. You need somebody with personality sizzle for an LA team. So, and with the Chargers coming. Ooh. Right. But so yes. so yeah, you had true. so you had in St. Louis just about the same team they have now minus golf, but they were still bad. But their ratings on TV were still nearly twice what they are in the big city. You don't have a lot because of St. Louis fans, yeah, right. St. Louis fans right. have abandoned them. They're like, "What?" Right, but they knew they were leaving, but they were still tuning in to watch them. They got nothing else now. to do. Yeah, of course. Now they're yeah. now they're bitter. Yeah. Now they're bitter. I'm not watching that Hollywood team. I mean, I feel them because no, I'm, yeah. t- I'm just talking about yeah. TV viewership in general. Yeah, on I'm that, from those parts of the team. country, though. That's how it is. Right. There isn't a lot. You don't have a lot of options. So yeah, you, you have your team, and you're you're on board. Win, same lose, way whatever. Fan, you're the same watching. way the fans have tuned out. The the players have tuned out from their own head coach. Yes, but this is also my problem with LA fans. Well, because working no. for the Dodge, what? No, no, no. Oh. But no, working for the Dodgers for fan. eight years, like it would piss me off that Dodger fans always come late and they always leave early and they always like, and unless it's there at the playoffs or all of a sudden they're the champ, oh, then they're there and they're ready and it's right. their team, but the whole time because they're the like, city likes but they're winners. Boo- I know, but they're we booing their players. They're booing, like, that's just not. Philly fans blew the their players. I, I, I mean, I know that LA fans are, we're not like Miami Heat fans. 
Right. Win or lose. Miami Heat. That's a random, that's a random this one. This is so <laughs> random the way you guys are just taking out fan bases. Here. Yeah. Not even, <laughs> not even football. You went baseball. You went basketball. I'm going to go hockey next. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, for Montreal oh, Canadians fans. What are you doing? I'll talk about WWE. I, I know yeah. some stuff we about that. that so. I mean, but the, from an honest perspective, being in LA, you have there's too many distractions. We have two of everything. We're about to have two football teams. You have to keep some type of excitement on the field. And if your coach doesn't have some type of, um, you know, engaging, charismatic personality, no one on the field does, and you're not winning games and you're playing bad football, it's such a slippery slope. People will turn them out, and there's going to be something new and shiny for them to look at in a couple of months. So, And also, sure. we didn't mention the one exciting part of this next week's Thursday night game is that Jeff Fisher's going for a record. He's going to tie the record if they lose next week for the most, most losses. losses of any head coach in history of NFL. Congratulations, wow. Jeff Fisher. Next week you get to tie it, and the following week you get your own record. The worst record to have. You're the most losingest coach ever in NFL history. Can we... Can, can Someone cake? remember to bring either cake or champagne. <laughs> Maybe I remember cupcakes. Something. Cupcakes and two cupcakes. cupcakes. We'll bring them next, next week. week. Next yeah, week. we got to bring them next week okay. to celebrate. Next week. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, All right, see. Jill's on We're that. On oh, damn. And well, <laughs> well, we'll be able to talk more about that, and you could talk about us more about this game or any other football questions you might have on various forms of social media. Michael Rippy, how can people reach out to you? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Rips, M I K E R I P S. Also, check out Joe's blog every week where I got my <laughs> NFL rankings up. He does. And uh, this week you would have noticed I had Chiefs at three, Raiders at four. That played out, right? Yep. <laughs> I'm Jill Monroe at Stiletto Jill. JacksonStilettoJill.com is the website for all your sports and pop culture gossip. Holla. I love that site. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys can follow me at JJ Jorgens on Twitter and JJ.Jorgens on Instagram. And I'm Josh Tariff, and if you want to talk wrestling with me, you could find my alter ego and follow me on Twitter at Rue Rosenberg. And for all your other AfterBuzz TV news and gossip, follow them on Twitter at AfterBuzz TV. Thanks so much for tuning in this week for Mike Rippey. I don't know why you're staring at me like that. I just was trying to figure out. I just, it just connected that you're the two people, that Josh, the Christian thing. I, didn't, I, don't, know. I don't know who that is. With Mike Rippey, <laughs> Joe Monroe, JJ Jurgens, I'm Josh Tariff. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.